Welcome to the Rob and Kale podcast. Rob Sanders. Some people collect stamps, some collect coins. Kale Carolina Jackpot Hall. Some people like to have their balls nailed to a step stool, from what I hear from German videos. The Rob and Kale podcast. Uh, I, I, I don't know if I would ever like, you know, I'm not, I'm not privy to those German videos, but uh, I think Jim Cornette has a point. Welcome into the show. I'm Rob Sanders, Carolina Jackpot. Kale Hall joins me. Kale, what's up, my friend? <clears throat> Good evening. How's everyone doing? Great. I hope. Ho- hopefully, um, uh, <clears throat> excuse me. Not football season's over with. We still got some viewers around here. Uh, you know, uh, I hate it that uh, football's over with, but it has officially met uh, its bitter end. But uh, I- we're going to be here, continue doing the show. Talking shit, having fun. So uh, hit thumbs up, sit a spell. Biscuit is here. Yeah. Welcome back to Biscuit, who was on the program today. Um, Welcome back. We'd kind of, we'd kind of, uh, I goofed up and I don't, I've got to give you the finals for uh, who won the Callaway's Pick'em Challenge. So let's do that. Uh, of course, Callaway's Bar and Grill sponsors the Pick'em Challenge. Let me share this screen here so everyone can see it. So, Callaway's Pick'em Challenge was actually really close. And third place came down to uh, some folks that, uh, man, we had like a log jam up top there, Jackpot. And um, i tell you what, uh, it ended up Don't being... <laughs> uh miss edge ends up winning the whole thing so she'll get 70 percent of the pot i sent her an email uh beth who is a longtime listener and watcher of the show she finishes in second place but then third place we had what one two three four five five people finish with 19 points which put them in third place but I had sent an email to anonymous picker saying he won third, but that is incorrect. Actually, Dylan Sparks has won third. He got, he picked and an amazing thing with this. He got exactly the correct score. Perfect. 51 points. Oh, he got the total points. Yeah. Total points. He picked it perfect at 51 say, points. There's no way so, nobody picked that down final score. That was just a, a uh, weird one. Well, he did. He picked 51 points, and he picked Alabama 27, Georgia 24. But total points was the first tiebreaker, and he got it with what was 51 the final, points. What was it, 33? 33 to 18, Georgia. Yeah, that's right. So, yeah. Thursday, By who the way. Won? Who won? Say that again. Uh, Dylan Sparks. No, who won the game? Dylan, Thir- say it again. Uh, 30, what? uh, Georgia. Georgia won again. Georgia. Georgia. I can't believe there, there are a lot of people, uh, well, not really directing it towards me. A lot of people over in the Gamecock Facebook groups and over on Gamecock Twitter, uh, just bashing the other Gamecock fans who pulled for Georgia in this game. First off, why are you bashing them? 
Second of all, who gives a fuck? I mean, what? I mean, what? What? What's the big fucking deal? What difference does it make? And and, and they're like, well, you know, uh, you know, uh, we compete with Georgia in, in recruiting every year. But I'm like, motherfucker, I'm like, they're we're finishing like number one and number two in recruiting damn every year since Kirby Smart's been there. You know, I mean, winning the damn national championship ain't gonna damn make number one much higher than number fucking one in recruiting. So, I mean, go piss up a rope. And that's just dumb uh, yeah, logic I, to me. I, 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 you know, it's people are just. There are some people that are just so ultra competitive and everything, and it's like, man, just stop it. My thing, my my, my whole reasoning behind it, seriously, I, I played the uh, the last SEC East team to um to to beat the uh, Alabama Crimson Tide, cross the bear thing. But really, I mean, honestly, it's just because I just wanted to see somebody else win it. I really did. I mean, I'm tired of fucking Alabama, 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 hey. Alabama, Alabama. I mean, and that's that's another one of the reasons I was glad to see the taters fall apart this year. And not really because it was the taters. I was just glad to see someone else like Michigan or whatever or Cincinnati to be up there in the damn playoffs and not the same old fucking Jimmys and Joes that are there every year. You know, it may be better for college football in some way for uh, for that to happen where uh, we have some different folks, Jackpot. That's it. I could buy that. Uh but anyway, thanks to Callaway's Bar and Grill, Callaway'sBarandGrill.com, of course, for sponsoring the Pick'em Contest. And they will sponsor the uh, the Bracket Challenge that's, uh, that's coming up. The Bracket Challenge, we'll do that for the NCAA Tournament, which I, 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 I'm seething with anger watching Clemson play tonight. Just fucking... Big time, piss the fuck off. I think Jackpot was pissed last night with the Gamecocks. We'll get his opinion on that in a minute. But Callaway's will sponsor the bracket challenge. As of right now, I don't think either one of our teams are going to be in it. We may talk about Coastal. Maybe they'll get in there. Maybe SC State. I don't know. But as far as the big teams from the Palmetto State, fuck you. We're not going anywhere. You know, I don't, I don't, I, this is off topic, but I don't keep up with, um, excuse me coaching changes in basketball like I should, I guess. Right. I know Mike Young from Wofford is the head coach of Virginia Tech now. Who is this dick bag over here on the sidelines that's coaching Virginia now? Oh, that's the same guy that's been coaching him uh, forever. Uh, God, I can't remember his name, but hell, he won a national title Tony with him a couple of years ago. Tony Bennett. Yeah, very good. Okay, well, I didn't know. I, I, the hell, I didn't even know what some bitch looked like. I didn't know if he was if he was – Black, white, or uh, uh, Canadian? <laughs> God damn it, Jack. Uh, Jackpot says shit sometimes that just makes me crack a little bit. He'll just say something offhand. It's like, black, white, or Canadian? Like, I'm black, white, or Canadian, eh? Hey. Anyway, we'll talk about that in a moment, too. And, uh, yeah, we've, we've got some... I sent Jackpot some sour grapes. I got to read this uh, this message that an Alabama fan posted today. Ultra, ultra sour grapes. We'll get into that in a moment. But uh, we got to take grapes. care of uh, Dennis Wilson, DNC Trucking and Transport, the uh, Fireside Chats with Uncle Jackpot. Jackpot, tell us the story. All right. Hold on. I, you know, I have those problems, but I screenshotted it. I screenshotted 
shot the shit here. Let's see. Um, but um, but um, but um, uh, sucks to be a Gamecock. Clemson played four ranked teams that finished up ranked in the top 25. That is more than every team in the SEC least except Tennessee. The hype machine is high with my band of losers next season. We, of course, will fail. That is what we do. It sucks to be a Gamecock. Go Tigers. That message, courtesy of Dennis Wilson, DNC Trucking and Transport. Appreciate Dennis uh, sponsoring the show. All right, Jackpot. You know, uh, we haven't really, we did our live thing the other night, but we really didn't have a whole lot of commentary afterwards. Were you really, uh, were you really surprised by the Georgia win, or did you think that that could happen? I think we everybody was picking Alabama. No, I wasn't surprised by it. I mean, I mean, look at how damn dominant they were all season. I really think the Alabama performance in the SEC championship game was honestly just a one-off. I mean, look at, I mean, some of the things they did. I mean, they struggled with. Auburn, who was horrible. Struggle Florida, who was horrible. Um, you know, they almost lost to uh, Arkansas, which was not a bad team by any means. They were pretty good, but, I mean, they were at home. And they weren't supposed to be on Alabama's level. And, I mean, if Arkansas had known how to execute an onside kick, they ought to beat them. Uh, so, I mean, really not an impressive body of work this year by Alabama. How, Georgia. I mean, dominated everybody they played. I mean, from start to finish. I mean, the Tater game at the beginning of the year was the closest game they played. And even that one, they didn't give up a touchdown. So, I mean, I don't know how you call it a surprise. Just because Alabama beat them in that SEC championship game, I mean, it really, I mean, you know, it really didn't affect them any. And, I mean, it, hell, in the pros, lots of teams beat teams the first go around, and then the other team wins the next go around. I mean, it happens all the time. So, Mr. Boogie says it's not what Georgia did, it's what Alabama didn't do. Well, <laughs> he's well, been watching for a while. <laughs> that is a jackpot phrase right there. Jim says his wife won the pick 'em and picked by team names only. She doesn't watch football, dude. <laughs> that's some fuckery there <laughs> we got outpicked by a woman that doesn't watch football that's pretty sad anyway yeah all right look we're gonna open up the phones too. uh Go south carolina force says georgia definitely would have lost if clemson had any other quarterback in the country eh, that's debatable no, that's not really debatable i mean it wasn't Uwe. I don't want to get into all that tonight. It wasn't what Uwe Ungalele didn't do. <laughs> I think a lot of people throw Uwe Ungalele under the bus, and they should look at the offensive line and the fact that uh, that was an issue. And they, the coaching staff, it was running back by committee until they figured out that Shipley was the best back. They were running every fucking body out there. Kobe no Pace looks pretty good, that. I mean, to be honest with you. I mean, I, I, I think right. they're, they're 1A and 1B. But Darian Rencher shouldn't be getting carries. No, Stencher has been around since, like, black and white TV and has yet yeah. to do dick. Just <laughs> done dick. Jordan uh, says Kelly Bryant would have beat Georgia. Oh, God. 
Okay. I don't know what you're smoking. Three three points. Three points in that game. Come on now. You, I'll buy the argument that Clemson gave them their best game of the season. Other than uh, the Alabama game and the SEC championship game, yeah. You can make an argument that that was probably the toughest game they played all year. And uh, yeah, that game was kind of a wet fart too, though. I mean, it really was. Yeah, it Did was, not live but, up to the hype. Yeah, when when I look at the uh, you look at the team stats, here's all you need to know: Georgia held Clemson to 180 yards total, two yards on the ground. I don't give a fuck who plays. If you have two yards on the ground. You lose. It's just the fucking way that it is. It's just, you know, don't stop trying to build up things that just aren't there with some folks, man. It's ridiculous. Ridiculous with all that. I don't understand why people do that shit. It's like they won. Fuck. God damn. Give them a break. They won the fucking game. Dominated too. God damn. Out to the phones we go. Hello. Welcome into the Robin Kale show. Hey, what's up, man? How you doing? This is DeAndre, BGOPO Football Funk, and I love y'all's show as usual. How's up, Carolina Jackpot? What's up? I'm still waiting on the payment for a bit, but I ain't worried about it now. What's <laughs> he talking about? Hey. But, um, what I was about to say about Clemson this year, um, I think Georgia exposed us early. And I think Clemson's never had a great offensive line. I can't tell you outside of uh, Carmen Jackson, when is the last time we had an offensive lineman go higher than the first two rounds? I know Simpson and a couple other guys went like in the fourth or the fifth round um, a year or two ago. But Mitch Hyatt, who was highly recruited, he didn't um, go to the NFL, uh, was drafted. I think he might have got a. a a free agent walk-on deal. I think we just got to do a better job recruiting offensive line. We covered up a lot with our offensive line over the years with Deshaun Lotson, TJ, uh, and um, uh, Boyd and, and Trevor Lawrence because they could run. But I think that um, it caught up with us this year because we didn't have a quarterback that could run. Um, and I, I think that's the area that Clemson needs to focus on is being a highly better recruited. We got uh Christian Lay. I even I haven't even seen him play this year. I heard some reports that he did play a little bit, but you'd know, obviously him projected to start next year over some of the guys they had uh covered this year. So I have some issues with that with Clemson's offensive line. And we're gonna to continue to be a good program. We're gonna to have to improve that offensive line. And I think that's our biggest problem outside of DJ's accuracy. But I think DJ saw ghost most of the year because the offensive line was really terrible. Um, NC State was giving up with a rushing three and getting sacked for the quarterback. That's a serious issue. And I understand the center and the guards were hurt this year, but I think that's our main issue that we got to improve the offensive line. Man, appreciate the call. Thank you very much. All right, man. Y'all take it easy. All right, there you go. Um, that guy like still him, but he sounded like he was talking on a uh, CB radio that he bought uh, from Otasco in like 1981. Yeah, I could buy that. Uh, um, awful. Yeah, I, 
that that's one thing you can look back at with Clemson, but uh, you know, we, we can sit around and make excuses all day about, about losses here and losses there. But, you know, in, in the end, I think that there's work to be done for Clemson. Uh, I don't think they're that far off to be completely honest. I'm not going to sit here and blow smoke up your ass though. Like some folks, someone's like, we lost three games this year by a combined total 21 points. Shut up. Holy shit with that. There you go. Uh, Miss, uh, Miss Gregory there says, thanks. I know quite a lot about football just by being married to Mr. Edge. That's how she says she uh, won our bowl pick em challenge. Brandon Coon <laughs> asked spend, me. Uh, would, yeah, go ahead. Brandon Coon asked me, would Bret Hart be in your top five favorite wrestler list? Like you're wrestling Mount Rushmore. Eh, uh, maybe not my favorite like wrestlers as far as uh, entertaining to me. But like as far as technical wrestlers, yeah, probably so. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah, yeah, I, I think he was technically a great wrestler. But you know, growing up as a kid, I mean, I, I was a Hulk Hogan guy. You know, I grew up in the era of, you know, begging my mom to buy WrestleMania, what WrestleMania three, so I could watch Andre and Hogan. But yeah, um, so I was a, I was a Hulk Hogan guy, but. Later on down the line, I mean, I there were other wrestlers. I mean, obviously, Ric Flair's up there, but um, he, yeah, and start crying. Yeah, um, <laughs> Bret Hart never really had the uh, I don't know, I never really had the charisma. But now in '97, when he was doing the USA versus Canada angle, that was pretty cool. He pissed me off. I want to slap the shit out, motherfucker. Exactly. Uh, welcome into the program. Good evening. Hey, Rob and Gail. How y'all doing? Hi, right. how are you? So, uh, I have a question. I'm a Georgia fan. Um, if, if you were a Georgia fan, though, would you want to see Destin Bennett come back next year? And I'll listen to your answer offline. Thanks for the show, guys. Y'all made college football a lot more entertaining this year. Love you guys. Thank you. Appreciate it. Do you want Stetson Bennett back, Jack Potter? Do you want one of them five stars? Which one do you want? Well, I mean, what? Why not? I mean, what else? I mean, yeah. what, does he have anything left to prove? I mean, all he did was take that team, put it on his shoulders. I mean, he could have quit after he got sacked a couple of times, uh, but he didn't. I mean, had an amazing second half. All he did was lead that team. Uh, to a damn national championship, first time in 41 years. I mean, how can you say you don't want back? I think that he silenced. Mm -hmm. He had if he didn't silence his critics Monday night, he never will. Yeah, I I think that if uh, he's obviously got that offense in check, and they're not like a great offense. And God, don't think I'm ripping you, Georgia fans. I'm not saying that. I think that he is capable of keeping that offense there and keeping them moving, but we shall see. Uh, caller, what do you got for the show? Hey, Big Barney Ross here. And I've always hey. had to be the guy that had asked the tough questions. Everywhere I've been on this planet, Southwest Asia, the Middle East, you know, Democratic rallies or any kind of function like that, I've always asked the tough questions. Like, for example, is Mike Lindell actually Paul Bear from WWF? You know, when I was in the Middle East, we got a general <laughs> And I asked that general, you know, you know, we captured you. And I just want to know if Iraq invades Turkey from the rear, will Greece help? You know, I've always had to ask a tough question. 
<laughs> Will Clemson actually run a play this year in basketball, or are they just going to shimmy up and down the court? They're fucking pissing me off. Thing, but mm. Really, they should have. I just couldn't believe what I was watching there. It just looked unorganized to me. But I'll get off here and listen to what you got to say. Big Barney Ross, I'm out. Thanks for that. Uh, I don't know where to go with any of that. Uh, I don't. He's not actually Paul Bearer. The pillow, my pillow guy, is not Paul Bearer. <laughs> There's that. Uh, and as far as the Clemson basketball team, they lost to a fucking leprechaun tonight. <laughs> well, but I mean, fucking box of Lucky Charms out there. Fuck them. To that point, they're pretty decent. So, yeah. Uh, let's see here. Jim says he grew up watching NWA, WCW in the '80s. Flair and the original Four Horsemen were king. He hated Hogan and the WWF. You know, eh, to each his own. I'm a guy that I like, uh, you know, the more and more I watch, I appreciate Dusty Rhodes, but uh, Ric Flair's just right up there, man. Love this, love <laughs> I, didn't hate, Flair. I didn't hate Hulk Hogan and the WWF. I mean, where I grew up at, I mean, I didn't get exposed to it enough. I yeah. mean, you, you only really got it. We got it. I got exposed to it watching like Saturday night's main event, and they had. Um, their shows on like uh, WWF superstars. I think it was, it came on the USA network, which I actually was able to watch because we had a satellite dish. Yeah. So I guess I was exposed to it. I, excuse me. I used to buy a lot of wrestling magazines too. Yeah. I, I, I didn't get into the magazines, but I, I went to some shows. I did that. I ain't gonna lie. I saw a, uh, I saw uh, Ravishing Rick Rude and the uh, Big Boss Man and all those guys at a oh, yeah. WWE Simply house right. show in Charleston. Mm-hmm. That was pretty cool. Yeah, but, um, it was great. The best, uh, the, the best Ravishing Rick Rude angle during his time in the WWF was when he was uh, trying to serenade Jake the Snake Roberts' wife Cheryl and yeah. had her uh, face airbrushed. Uh, on the crotch of his tights. You remember that? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, how does how do you get away with that? What I don't know. Kirby's visor says Kirby proved everyone wrong. Who said he made a mistake playing Fromm over Fields because then Fields left and Stet came back to win a title. Okay. Look, I you know, um, it's kind of hard to. Th- I, I don't think you should throw rocks at the throne. What I mean by that is is that uh, you pay respect to the team that won the title, and Georgia won it. Kirby Smart coached the team. He gets credit for it. So I'm not going to say a bunch of bullshit about Kirby Smart. He won the national title. He's got his team over the hump. He got Nick Saban to say, you kicked our ass. Not very many, t- not very many coaches have done that. So yeah. there's that. Uh, Kirby's visor says Step is sipping six thousand dollar Pappy Van Winkle, laughing at his doubters. Okay, maybe eight oh three four seven oh two nine oh five eight oh three four seven oh two nine oh five. Uh, looking back on the season jackpot with the Gamecocks, I think it's safe to say they overachieved, right? Uh, well, yeah, I mean, in terms of final record, yeah, but I mean. I mean, as far as achieving goals, yeah. I mean, uh, winning season, uh, won the bowl game, uh, beat their biggest SEC East rival at home, uh, beat their biggest SEC West rival. 
So, yeah, I mean, it was a good year. What do you want from next season, Jackpot? Just looking at it right now, what do you want? Not necessarily wins or losses, but is there one thing you really want besides a Clemson win? I want a fucking Clemson win. Um, I want South Carolina to beat someone on the road uh, in the SEC that fucking that means something. Uh, I want um, South Carolina to beat Tennessee. Uh, I want them to beat Kentucky's ass. Um, I I uh, I want to see them go undefeated in the non-conference and make a uh, a New Year's Six bowl at least. And I think it would be a, a great statement win that second second week of the season when they go uh, to take on uh, Sam Pittman in Arkansas and pull up upsets on the road. I think that would be a, a huge win for the program. You kind of shocked me there because I thought that when I said, hey, not the Clemson win, I figured the first thing that would come out of your mouth is, I want to beat those Texas A&M assholes. Because oh, yeah, if, if you haven't beaten them yet, it's like, shit, got to get, get a win over them. Well, last year, I mean, my God, I mean, this past season, it looked like we're, we're God dang further away than we were, uh, you know, fucking when we started blaming them. Hell, that was the worst damn, uh, damn uh, ass raping that we had, uh, well, no, last year. 2020 was awful, too. 2020 and 2021, ever since this, this decade started, it's been a decade of dicking. Short dicking, I mean, it's only been two years, but it's been terrible. It's been the short, the short dicking. Well, we've, yeah, given up, we've given up almost a combined 100 points to those assholes and scored, yeah. what, 16? We got, some, we got somebody that, that there's a Texas A&M fan that was calling us, was telling us, uh, was running his mouth about that. So, yeah. No, that's but, not that's not Texas A&M fan. Texas A&M fan is respectful. That guy is just a little shit. Well, the Texas A&M shit, that guy. There you go with that. But no, whatever. Uh, go play with your. Uh, what is it, uh, Uncle Lou says? Go play with your toy guns. Toy <laughs> guns. Damn it! Your their toy gun. Their wooden guns. Wooden little guns. ROTC uniforms. I said on my show today that uh, Texas, like the the two four seven sports, had them as one of their preseason top four teams. You know when they had their early projections, and I said right off the bat that is absolutely off. They are not going to do that. They will not finish number four in the country next year, guaranteed it. Who is that? Uh, that is one of my Texas A and M. They're not finishing number four in the country. Go fuck yourself. You're not you're not finishing fourth in the country. I mean that. That's a fucking bullshit. So well, I mean, did anybody think Wake Forest was gonna finish where they did? Where where I think Wake Forest finished what? I don't know, tenth or something. There they had a hell of a season. Yeah, I but, mean, nobody yeah. thought that was gonna happen. So Biscuit says A and M at nine and three. Fair enough. 803-470-2905, Yeah. At that point. If Austin says 15th, fair enough. Alan says they have can, they have hope now. What do they, they box up and sell hope? Can, can I buy it at a convenience? You know, the, the, the whole reason that South Carolina, uh, the whole reason they just don't, aren't successful 
against Texas A&M is just, I mean, we have a hard time moving the ball against their defense and, and their offense seems to have, you know, a really good day uh, when they play us. I mean, that's the whole reason. Could you make an argument that there's that's at least two like games you played? Lose football games, I guess. Huh? I guess so. Could you? Could you? Uh, real talk. Could you make an argument that uh, that there are two games against A and M that you should have won? Twenty. What was it? Twenty seventeen. Um, yeah, there's two games that I remember covering that South Carolina was up like seventeen seven going into the fourth quarter and ended up losing. 24-17, and then, oh, there was that game the next year at home. We lost, like, what was it, like 26-23 or something? Was that the game Jake Bentley beat yeah. his helmet on the bench or whatever? You remember that? Yeah. Yeah. Pretty silly. B-Bean wants us to pick our two teams for the 2022 Natty right now. I'm going to go with Jackson State. And uh, Howard, <laughs> I don't know. It's just too far ahead to look, man. And I, I say that because I, of the. I mean, the transfer portal is going to be there, and there's going to be talent that's going to be going all over the place. I mean, you've got Oklahoma's starting quarterback uh, is going to be gone somewhere else. I mean, there's big time running backs out there. There's defensive backs. All kinds of good players in that transfer portal that the USC are, Trojans uh, could surprise you with stinking Lincoln. Yeah, I, I, okay, maybe I, I I might even go laugh at that because my first thing is to react with disgust, but in reality, who knows? They could. They damn you well think, could. Um, you think Florida will be back next year? <laughs> Uh, Florida, you know, I think that, uh, I think they're going to get a ton of folks from the transfer portal because I think everybody fucking left to be honest with you. And I, I they may be competitive next year. I think Billy Napier can coach, but, you know, um, I, not, not to, uh, to rub salt in the wound, but you know, like it Clemson, I mean, with their struggles this year, I mean, you know what? I mean, you, you got to think Dabo, who looked like a genius just a few years ago. I mean, that's got to be just like the dumbest motherfucker out there. Because, like, and just hear me out. Because, uh, like, you know, we, we, we've had all the, the accusations thrown around there uh, that were thrown around from probably 2012-ish to, like, 2020. And it kind of started dying down of the, the funneling money through New Springs shit and all that, you know. And then, then there was the Danny Ford, Charlie Pell stuff back in the early 80s. The motherfucker's been cheating uh, for years. Now, you got the NIL, you got the transfer portal, you got all this other things at your disposal. You can cheat legally, and they choose not to fucking do it. Makes no damn sense. It's the dumbest motherfucker out there. Okay, look, I'll buy the Danny Ford, Charlie Pell. All I'll buy that. The, I'll buy that. The, the basketball but, program was cheating too. 
mean, it's okay. been proven. FBI wiretaps. Oh, wire Jesus. Taps. You had a, the wiretaps were one coach running his mouth. Basically, he had About as much community as me. Oh, Jesus, jackpot. There is absolutely nothing that is shown that a church is funding Clemson players. That is some Gamecock fuckery, and they should be ashamed of themselves for bringing Jesus into it. You're all going to have to face Jesus eventually, and you're going to have to come out and say, you know what? I thought that the house of the Lord was funding Clemson. So I, shame on all y'all for that shit, because that yeah, is fucking I, I the way the fuck came up. up with it. If I you would have came at me and said, I don't know, upstate Ford was giving everybody Dodge Chargers or whatever, I, all right, whatever. But now nah, we're... We're going to say that they're taking money out of the damn coffers to instead of supporting Jesus, they're paying for a middle linebacker. That's the most backward shit I've ever heard in my life. I didn't. Ridiculous. I'm not the one that came up with it. I just, I, I didn't invent the football. I just grabbed it and ran with it. No, the correct answer is. <laughs> Me being says, how would a church get that much money? Uh, you ever seen that offering plate they pass around? It's it's insane. Hello. That's silly. That's why uh, they put I, I envelopes just, behind the pews. I want you to know how much they're putting in there. I just I, I that's just like ugh. I think deep down Jackpot doesn't believe that. I don't think you believe that. Uh, what I mean. That's ridiculous. So anyway, but uh, on that front, Dabo needs to embrace the NIL. I'll give him that. He does. Legally. Yeah, that's fair. 803-470-2905. 803-470-2905. If you'd like to join us here on uh, the program this evening, it's not an issue of, of, of like religious stuff. It's just that uh, that church does so much in the community with all kinds of things. And it's like, ugh. Really? Come on, man. And the sad thing is, is that they have a ton of Gamecock fans that go to that church, too. So it's like, it would be the ultimate fuckery, though. Yeah, hey, we we're don't, this we don't, to this we don't put money in that Gamecock envelope. Fans. We ain't putting it in that envelope. <laughs> so, so you think they have color-coded envelopes? Yeah, it's only at the Sunday night training union service. Oh, my God. <laughs> 803-470-2905, 803-470-2905. As uh, we kind of recap the season here, uh, the Clemson basketball team tonight, by the, the way. Uh, like, watching the Virginia Virginia Tech basketball game, always dip ships in the damn crowd with their fucking mask on. Fuck that shit. I, I ain't going to a damn game if I have to wear that fucking shit. It must be so fucking uncomfortable. It will be so yeah, uncomfortable. I I used to go to tons of games uh, and I would go and cover um, like South Carolina games for my job. But it's like the shit that you have to go through is insane. Insane. It's just, uh, and I don't know if I want to go to a game and have to be sitting there with, uh, with, uh, you know, with the mask on and everything else, but you know, if they're requiring that, you want to go, go do it, have at it. But I'm not putting on a mask and fucking just not going to do it. Nope. Like I, like I, we were going to have a conversation at my job because if Clemson made the ACC championship, they wanted me to go and cover it. 
up in Charlotte. Fuck that. I would do anything I could to get out of that. That's insane. Not not happening. I mean, just I don't know. I'm about I'm about tired of all that shit, but don't want to bring politics into the show. Yeah, it's exactly. Like, oh my God. I, you don't have to be political to say I don't like wearing a mask every fucking wear. That's everybody. <laughs> so there's that. Brandon says he's time for Frank Martin to go. Are you ready to cash out on Frank Martin? I mean, every time I am, I mean, he does something like I like. Uh, I didn't expect them to win at Vanderbilt the other night. I thought they were pretty decent. I mean, so I mean that was a pretty decent win, even though they tried to give it away at the end. Then they go on the, and I mean they were virtually even with Tennessee last night up until the last minute of the first half, and then they let them pull ahead by like what six. Uh, guy throws up just a fucking insane three-pointer at the buzzer. And, I mean, things like that, uh, you know, give you momentum the rest of the game. It's kind of like in the 2019 South Carolina-Tennessee football game. I mean, South Carolina was beating that ass in the first half. And then after halftime, Tennessee comes out, blocks a punt, takes it in for a touchdown, and then they ride – that blocked punt to a 41-20 victory. So it's really not anything that we didn't do is what the blocked punt did. I, I, I'm not even gonna. I'm not even gonna address that comment. That's uh, just silly to the to you, the 18th. Go back it. and look at statistics. Go back and look at historical. I, I'm, tr- I'm trying. I'm trying to give you out here. Punts. Yeah. Or had special teams touchdowns in games, and tell me the percentage of those teams that won said games. Probably pretty high. Probably pretty high. Fair enough. I I, I just. Ugh. By the way, uh, shout out to producer Biscuit over there. He gave me a stat today that uh, made me go, "Huh." It was, I think, in the past ten years. Tennessee is like 35 and 65 in conference play. I didn't know it was that bad. That's bad. 35 and 65 in conference play since like 2010 or something. Some ridiculous number like that. I don't want to, I don't want to screw on the biscuit stat that much, but I mean, they, they were Tennessee's football team was a shithole. I I don't know. I don't know how well Clemson fair against Tennessee. So, I wouldn't talk, be talking too much shit. You, you, sir, your team couldn't score a fucking point, and you got beat by, you got beat by a, a kid with a porno stash. So you should just shut right the hell on up. He didn't do serious. nothing. It was that damn uh, defense, brother. Hold on, hold, hold, slow down. I promise you, he get one hundred and twenty plus yards. He got one hundred and twenty five. Is that just damn saying. defense? I. Yeah, that, that defense ran for that 125 yards for him. They sure did. Well, Holy I mean, shit. it kept our offense off the field and kept our defense on the field. They were tired. Jackpot's the, the kind of fan. You know what? Poor I, man. I Jackpot getting hammered and saying, you know why we lost this game? Because they raised the price on a, on a Coca-Cola to $5 a bottle, and the band didn't play fucking loud enough. If the band would have played louder, poor man's, $4 yeah, a bottle, he would have won. Pro. That's true. If that band had been playing Louie Louie, he wouldn't have gotten those 125 yards. 
God damn. <laughs> That's insane. Anyway, 35 and 65. Biscuit pulled that stat for me earlier. I think the only stat, only team that's worse than uh, would be, I think, Vanderbilt's down there. Kentucky might be in there, too, but they've played better here recently. He Jordan says said Shipley scored, scored on the very first possession. Was the defense tired then? No, it was the exact opposite. Uh, they, I mean, they, they um, what's, I don't know what the word I'm looking for here is. They didn't have their bearings together yet. Uh, God, every time, every time you say something like that, I just want to. I'm gonna start turning my camera off. I got a perfect picture for you, Gamecock fans. Here you go. There you go. That's what you're gonna see when Jackpot says something stupid. That's that's what you're gonna see from me. Just that. Uh, so don't don't have Jackpot not say dumb things. Yeah, Biscuit's laughing about the Purdue game. Yeah. And Tennessee fans have got to get over that. If you didn't give up all those fucking yards, you wouldn't have gone to overtime anyway. So there's that, too. All right. Well, final call for calls, 803-470-2905, 803-470-2905. Eric says we're rent-free We Tennessee in people's head again tonight. Uh, I gave Tennessee credit earlier today, sir. I think Tennessee played the toughest schedule in the country. They played, what, the SEC champion, national champion, played the team that finished uh, in uh, da -da 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 -da, second in the SEC East, second in the West, and the ACC champ. So I gave Tennessee some credit, but <coughs> you're still 35 and 65, though, so go fuck yourself with that. And you lost to a bunch of fucking children from the corn. The damn quarterback looked like he was the lead lead guy in Children of the Corn with the scythe coming out there. He put the scythe down, went and put his helmet on. <laughs> what, was, what, was the, um, the, what was the name of that that tight end? He had a, his name had a great name. Um, Pain something. Yeah, I don't know. I, I Pain, if you call Purdue, God, I, hold on. I'm not sure. Yeah. He, yeah, I, I don't remember who it was, but uh, I call them children of the corn, and people get mad about that online. Well, it's uh, embarrassing like that if I lost to Iowa. Um, Purdue's actually in Indiana, which is also known for corn and basketball. Are they? Hunter said it's major pain. I don't know. What don't major pain? Right. It was like Graham pain. Pain, gray at something. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. He caught a long-ass touchdown pass, of which he ran most of. <clears throat> Biscuit says he loved Tennessee's moral victory cheating against UGA. <laughs> Damn. Uh, now Jackpot's turning off his camera, but he doesn't have the cool picture like I do. I've got the cool picture. There you go. <laughs> That's all you need right there. <laughs> all right, well. Uh, it has been a good season. We're going to talk about, uh, as we roll along, Luke Aid McClatchen or Kool-Aid I don't even know what that means. You know what that means? Kool-Aid McKinstry. Somebody put up something. I tweeted something about that. I said, what kind of crackhead names their son Kool-Aid? <laughs> That's insane. Uh, he, pretty, he was pretty decent, but he was getting kind of torched a little bit the other night. 
By the way, the transfer portal got hit with some guys today. Seven Alabama players hit the transfer portal today, Jackpot. I saw that. that. None of them worth a fuck. None of them worth <laughs> they weren't. I mean, the the day. What, what a what a great. <laughs> yeah. All right. Fair enough. Hey, Hunter Slay says he ch he changed his name. He legally changed it. It's kind of like Nikita Koloff. Yeah. That's funny. That's a good point. Purdue all was right, missing well, three of their top four receivers. David Bell. Um. Yeah. That's true. It is true. But, uh, yeah, seven Bama players leaving. We'll be able to cover some of that. Jackpot, LeVon Kirkland's going to be in studio with me on Friday. We're going to talk about uh, college recruiting, him coaching with Cox. Bruce Aarons. Yeah, he didn't lose to South Carolina. Oh, Brock wants to know what I think of the South Carolina transfers. I think Shane Beamer's stirring some shit up down there. I think he's doing a good job. I know that uh, if all of them pan out. Now, you never know if these guys are all going to get in there and work or not, but uh, – I like the fact he went and got that Wake Forest running back because that lights a fire under the rest of the running backs that are in there. Uh, Marshawn Lloyd and Juju McDowell, who I think is great. But, uh, yeah, I think that uh, that's a, you know, you're not supposed to say good things about your rival, but I try to be as truthful as I can on here. Marshawn Lloyd, he, he proved something next year. They really, really have a great season. Yeah, I, I, I think he's doing a great job. I really do. And we'll see how those guys pan out. Uh, I was glad to see Christian Beal Smith come because, you know, Rob loves Wake Forest. So, um, you know, maybe now we'll gain his approval. Well, you'll never gain my approval. You run around with a bunch of middle-aged men yelling cocks all the time. Yeah, Can't well, I mean, we just need some, more, need some more Wake Forest. You know, we had a Wake Forest basketball coach one time before, too. I mean, all we need to go is grab, uh, go grab Riley Skinner and 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 Mike Elkins, and uh, we'll be set. Fair enough. All right, appreciate you guys listening, man. We'll talk to you later on.